Hey, good morning, everybody. Well, if it's morning for you, I really don't know if it is. But anyway, today on the Humble Adventures podcast, we sit down with Connor Wink. Connor is a climbing coach and works mostly out of uh, ROKC in Kansas City. So he spent the last couple years coaching the climbing team there, and now he's moving on to one-on-one coaching. So um, Connor is an awesome guy. Uh, you know, he's friendly to everybody. Make sure and takes the time to say hi to everybody. Uh, he, you know, is awesome to sit down and talk to. He has a lot of great climbing stories. This definitely isn't going to be the only episode, but. Um, yeah, so I encourage you guys to go check out um, Connor at condorclimbing.com. He does not have the social medias. Well, he might now. I think I saw a link to Instagram on his website, but at the time he did not, which I think we can all respect that. So, you know. Um, so without further ado, here is Connor, Condor Climbing. All right, and we're recording. I'm chilling here with uh, Connor Link. What's up, man? Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself for the audience here? So, I teach um, rock climbing. Um, I'm a climbing coach. Um, I, for a couple years, I was the head coach of the climbing team at ROKC. Nice. It was a whole adventure. Um, If you hear lots of paw steps, it's my dog. Um, But anyways... For around three or four years, I was a climbing coach of a climbing team, and then I've kind of started to transition more to like personal coaching, personal yeah, training, sure. writing training programs, and then starting a company hooray, to um, coach outside. Coach Cause, outside. Yeah, because that's that's the business end. Yeah. Okay. Climbing. So is Coach Outside set up through ROKC, or is that just where you train people? So ROKC is kind of like the breeding ground for the um, taking out clients outside. Gotcha. Um, taking them, it's going to be under Condor Climbing is my company. Condor Climbing. Condor, yeah. That's your Instagram, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Okay, I actually, thought so. I was like, where did I hear that before? Official Condor. Yeah. Yeah, I actually deleted my Instagram probably shouldn't have done that (laughs) good Um, way to promote yourself yeah (laughs) why'd you delete it i'm not not the most social media savvy guy and that's okay i was like looking at it too much and i just like did it yeah (laughs) nice dude you gotta that's fine your marketing tactic can be like you know the underground trainer like just all word of mouth yeah that's kind of of how it's been have you heard of that connor guy trains you outside yeah exactly so so what do you do with clients uh it's very dependent on what they need okay um sometimes i feel like a therapist and that's not a bad thing yeah so uh, okay yeah um a lot of times it's it's just addressing like honestly on that day like what needs to be addressed just full wellness of people yeah okay that's a good way to put it for sure um because for a while i felt like i was doing too much planning yeah i was like just planning sessions way too specifically and um now i just kind of go into it yeah i see where they're at see what they need to work on and then that's That's kind of what we address because cool i'm like we're gonna work on technique today and then they're like puckered up like yeah afraid of falling like yeah probably should address that yeah you know puckered up (laughs) nice and yeah i mean i have seen you in coffee shops and that's a lot of what you're doing is just notebook out yes like every time i see you that's what you're doing is planning the session a lot of it is a lot of that is um writing down like what what happened in the prior sessions and a lot of that is also writing training programs yeah i tend to write a lot of like 10-week programs for climbers Mm-hmm. Um, for the, for them to um, that's your sport climbing focus is ten weeks. Okay, gotcha. So that's a lot of what I'm doing too. Okay, so how many people do you have on the new program? Because you just started a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah. So a few weeks ago, I started coaching full time. I've got probably around ten 
10 clients a week if it's okay. like a full week right now. Gotcha. Um, it'll probably, um, I'll probably stay around there. We'll mm-hmm. see. I might add more, but trying to leave Friday through Sunday open yeah. for adventure time. Gotcha. Gotcha. So we'll see how long I can yeah. do that, but I'm going to try to stay pretty staunch to that. Cause so what is adventure time? That would be me climbing outside. Okay. Or taking other people on coaching trips. Okay. For gotcha. for my business. Gotcha. Because um, that's gonna be that's gonna be an extra kind of an extra thing. So you could just have people sign up for that. So do you do a lot of like early mornings, late night training then? Yeah, a lot of it is a lot of it is um, tends to be after five. Of course, if it's like kids. Yeah. yeah. But I have some clients that I can do like they're more flexible. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is like around five or after okay. five, so at nighttime, but I have some that's like in the morning. Gotcha. Yeah. So what is day one? If I signed up with you, what does yeah. that look like? Just whatever it okay. looks like, whatever you're doing on that day. Okay. You know? Do you like take, would you like take me through like some bouldering or big wall or I would, can I do a pull up? Right. It would kind of, it would be more focused like it depends on what that person wants to because like based on the conversation um, they may just want to improve all together yeah they may have like a really specific goal Um, the people that have like a really specific goal usually will go like take Mm -hmm. a more specific route but if they're just like i just want to get better at climbing usually that'll be a bouldering area thing okay Um, because then i can i'm close to them yeah Um, i can show them technique yeah I can make little problems if, if need be. Um, okay. There's just more, it's easier to share information in bouldering. Just get gotcha. closer. Yeah. That makes sense. And I mean, for the big wall, it seems like a pretty good place to like m- learn moves. I mean, the tall climbing. Yeah, it is for sure. Uh, and the climbs start easier in there. Yeah. So, you can practice technique yeah um in there and you have more space to gotcha. move around so it, it definitely is like bouldering the ceiling starts higher but technique wise you can really improve yeah. i think faster in bouldering yeah um but sport climbing is kind of where you refine everything and become gotcha. become like um really consistent and efficient yeah yeah would you say the like I don't know if this is just me, but I always feel like bouldering just a little more intense than just you. doing big wall. No, Why? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, dude, just because even though you're only falling a little bit, yeah, you still there's just that look like I don't want to fall, right? Because I know I don't have a rope or anything like that. Yeah, I think outside bouldering can be a little spooky. Yeah, um, a lot of that too is, I mean. I've I've definitely believe firm believer in this, but your bouldering spotter is just as important as your belayer. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like that's not a common thing that that people no. think about. It's no. yeah, because yeah. if you're not if you're not being a good spotter, like they're gonna miss the pad. Yeah, or there's not gonna be a pad where yeah, I feel like be you gotta pad. like love that person because you might yeah. just be sacrificing yourself a little bit too. Like, yeah, you gotta be careful, especially like um, body wise. Like yeah. if one person's a lot bigger than the other. Like yeah, and it is very similar to a belayer. It's like you know yeah. if you have a girl, tiny girlfriend. Yeah, and you're bouldering and you take a fall and you need somebody to to like push you towards the pads like yeah you might crush your girlfriend and that Dude, sucks i saw i watched um i'm, I'm obsessed with jason momoa right now just because he has all that climbing stuff on there and yeah i do mean it in that weird of a way yeah no. <laughs> i just love jason momoa dude i'm just if i could have anything right now it'd be to be samoan and like hang out with him that's it that's right <laughs> now no, we just, all know that about you yeah, so that's i just wanted to put that out there yeah. for everybody to know it was more for you to just get that off your chest <laughs> the point of the story he was climbing with jimmy chin yeah and he was fucking with jimmy chin which this probably isn't safe and just like fell without warning yeah. on this 
big wall, like 60-foot wall, yeah. and just sent Jimmy Chin flying yeah. into the air. Yeah. Probably not recommended, but... it's And that's a thing. That's definitely a thing. I had a friend, we were at the Red River Gorge, and um, he... It was nighttime. Actually, the story goes back further. I'm going to go back further. All right. Um, so, when we were walking in that day to climb, we got yeah. there in the morning. Grady literally said to me, I don't understand night climbing. And I was like, <laughs> me either. We'll pop probably never night climb. So then um, we're climbing at night that night <laughs> because it got dark. Nice. But it got dark fast and I was belaying him. I didn't have a headlamp and he had a headlamp. Yeah. He was, he was mostly up this climb. I didn't know really what was going on because mm -hmm. it was dark. Yeah. And apparently what happened was he he meant to skip one clip mm -hmm. um, because i guess the the climb he was climbing on was overhung enough to where that clip was fine so you just fall into air yeah but he but. got to the next clip and was pumped out of his mind like <laughs> just grip dude yeah yeah boner arms like, <laughs> boner not arms. going anywhere that's a technical climbing term yeah if you like read in a guide somewhere <laughs> yeah you'll see that around it's it's a very important term to, to know yeah yeah <laughs> but you can imagine what that feels like yeah great mm -hmm. um so didn't get the clip and fell um i was probably 20 feet away from the first draw belaying. Mm -hmm. i went all the way to the first draw um and it just felt it kind of felt like a have you ever zip lined yeah kind of what it felt like Dude. it was like zzz, but just up and up instead of down and, and kind of forward too yeah you're just like going at the wall yeah that's fucking terrifying and then all i could see i was like i looked around i looked behind me and i saw his headlamp and he was like pretty close to where i was yeah <laughs> and, how did uh, you get down i just lower oh okay i so i release and start i was on a grigri so i start yeah. lowering I start the lowering process, which lowers me first. Gotcha. And then it lowers him. Gotcha. Um, so that's how. Nice. Um, but yeah, we night climbed. Nice. And at the start of that Have day, you done we it like, since then? Yeah. And we were like, that just doesn't make sense. We're never going to do that. And then that happened. <laughs> so that's that's kind of how climbing goes, though. Yeah. That's how. It, yeah. That's just a life thing. Yeah. Hey, well, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make sense. And then you do it. It'll be a party. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so what is, uh, I guess if you had a mission statement, you wanted everyone to know for the coaching, what would that be? A mission statement? Yeah. Just like the purpose of it. Like purpose. Okay. But what made, like, what made you want to make this transition? Right. Um, I think just, um, like creating space for people to show up fully yeah okay that's what i'm trying to do okay so like before you felt like it was just too restricted with it was just i love i love coaching yeah in a team scenario too yeah um i think it just felt like competition wise mm -hmm. i've never been super stoked on competition yeah climbing gotcha. i think it's fucking cool yeah but it's not something that i've been super interested in yeah so i think just the natural progression was focusing more on like why i love climbing which is the yeah just self-improvement outdoor aspect of it you know gotcha gotcha um do you do a lot with the exploring routes i don't um i talked to them a lot in the beginning yeah um, that's something that now i do have more time that i yeah. can start getting into also which would gotcha. be fun. who took your uh, place as the by the way, this is an excellent cup of coffee. Oh, thank you. Dude, it's really good. <laughs> thank you. Every morning, dude, I wake up, walk downstairs, do my pour Boom. over. It kind of brings me to I brings you to life. First. Yeah, it kind of like I feel like I'm sharpening my yeah. sword. I just got a pour <laughs> over. Like I've been I'm mostly French press, but Yeah. French press is nice cuz you have like coffee for a while. Yeah. Forever, it's like you have one cup, but it's usually like that cup makes you ready to fight crime. Like it's yeah. pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm ready to take on the world. Yeah, ready to go. Let's go. <laughs> have you just see Connor running around fighting crime? 
Yeah, you know what happened. I drank yeah. like two pour overs instead of one in the morning. <laughs> and that's what happened. It's where take on the world. <laughs> yeah. So, wait, did anyone at the gym take your spot as the. Yeah. Uh... yeah, so um, Grady Fitzgerald. Okay. Um, awesome climber. Really good coach. We'd been coaching together. It's actually funny how. He, what does he look like? I'm just trying to put a face dude, on Dude, I'm so bad at describing people. Is he always in the blue black diamond jacket? Yes, exactly. Oh, okay. Boom. You nailed that. Hell That's yeah. him. So maybe you can explain him. I'm so bad at describing <laughs> dude, I don't, people. I don't know how to explain him, but I just like, I mean. Yeah, you know. he's he's a burly guy. Yeah. He's uh, not he, necessarily fucking around. He does not. Much. So Connor has long hair and a beard. Grady Opposite. does not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very clean cut. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I look like Tarzan. Yeah. He looks like the guy that's He's like the Tarzan. accountant of climbers. <laughs> yeah. Right. What also happens to be a savage climber. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, feel like he does look like he'd be very quiet about it. I don't know. Is that accurate? He can be. Unless you start talking to him about beta and then. Yeah. Dude. Or climbing. Like we have. We've had some of the best. Like, I honestly wish we would have recorded some of our car rides to competitions yeah. and stuff. Because nice. we, had, we had some great climbing competi- or climbing conversations. Nice. Um, but it was kind of funny how it ended up. Like, mm-hmm. we ended up working together because he works at Cerner full time. Mm-hmm. So, but he was climbing at the gym. He moved to, the, moved to Kansas City from Arkansas after he graduated. And I was, like, looking for a coach, like an assistant coach yeah then and um i was gonna ask him and he came and asked me nice same day so that worked out that's awesome (laughs) gotta love that yeah and then it was kind of it was a very like it was a very give and take relationship like i was technically the head coach but um if if he had something he wanted to do or try out like i was into it yeah i i love that like I want collaborative environment. Yeah. I want people that I work with to feel like they have just as much say as I do. Cause that's just more fun. Yeah. That way. Yeah. Cause you, I mean, who just wants to be the dictator? There are so many just dick references in this conversation so far. I'm drinking out of a mug that says eat a bag of dicks. (laughs) Yes. And it's like, floral and it looks like if it didn't say eat a bag of dicks you'd like think i got it at a wedding or something or for valentine's day it was it's not mine and then mine says rick and more tea (laughs) (laughs) we got some good cups yeah rick and morty is the best it's good so um well if people want to uh I guess, how do they, do you have like a website for the climbing or anything like that? Yeah. So for mine, I have condorclimbing.com. Condorclimbing.com. Yeah, there. And then otherwise, um, reach out to me through the gym or through my gym email. Um, working on a mindfulness for climbing. Nice. That's the big project right now. That's kind of like just doing it because I want to. Um, yeah. It's going to be like a workshop. Okay. Um, all audio. Okay. So like we're doing now, it'll be all audio and it'll be kind of like a, uh, yeah, like a workshop. Kind of like what you've seen with like Sam Harris's app. Have you yeah, seen yeah. his app at all? Mm-hmm. I forget. Waking Up. Yeah. Is his. Yep. It's, it's going to be, I mean, similar to like kind of what you would find with something like that probably, but cause yeah. with climbing there's nobody focuses on the breath embodiment aspect yeah and that is so important because people forget why it feels so important to them and that's a big part of it yeah i heard you uh like saying that to somebody you were coaching in the big wall area last week yeah it would breathe yeah which it makes sense because and i think the reason part of the reason why like climbing is becoming so popular I mean, I used to do like the old gym, like broy gym thing, you know, just because yeah. it was the only thing around. But then now I just climb mostly and use that little workout area. But it's like 
if you really want to just like get lost in what you're doing yeah. there's not much better than climbing yeah if, if you want to be present like especially if you're trying something difficult like you don't really have a choice when you're climbing yeah you know and that's like a big part of it but what i've been trying to do lately is get that presence from people mm-hmm when they're doing easier climbs or warming up and like yeah. stretching like all of the aspects of climbing like appreciate. bring that same amount of focus yeah. and appreciation yeah. each of the moments because it's all very important so where are you gonna like host this thing just on the website like audio links or have um, people pay for it or i'm so what i'm probably gonna do with both my outdoor guiding and this this um workshop is i'll just have a patreon yeah, and if you if you pay like five bucks, yeah, you can pay more than that if you want to. Yeah, um, you'll get access to it. And then for my for the trips that I coach people on, um, I'll just ask that people pay my way. Gotcha. So like gas and and food and stuff like that, and then they can yeah. donate gotcha. whatever extra they want. Cool. So it's like, you know, if, if you feel like, you know, that was. That was real special. <laughs> then you can, you can donate for me. But if you don't have a lot of money, like I think that's helpful barrier to entry for for yeah. people. You know, yeah. it's it's not restrictive. Yeah. Because I don't. That's the last thing I want in climbing is for it to be restrictive, and it can yeah. be. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely can. All outdoor things can be. Right. For I mean, like. If you want to go backpacking, like you can be, yeah. The Unless gear investment, rough it. yeah. <laughs> just lay on the ground yeah. and freeze. Yeah. Just that's fine. But yeah, I mean, the shit's definitely expensive. Yeah, so. it is, and that's a big part of it too. Is like through my company, I want to be able to purchase all the quit, uh, all the equipment that one, especially me, could need. Yeah, uh, but that's the big separator that I want to make is like, I want to be a coach, not a guide. Yeah. So I want people to be comfortable. Yeah. With climbing outside. Yeah. And they're they're putting up the gear and and the equipment and they know the ropes. Literally. You're you're not making the experience happen for them. Right. I'm 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 accentuating the experience. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm helping them accomplish what they want to accomplish awesome i think that's an important distinction for me at least yeah for sure and what people would expect out of it yeah for sure they expect a rope gun yeah and like are you gonna cook for them after right or whatever (laughs) you're like no it's a shared experience yeah Um, exactly yeah. yeah well that's awesome man i think that's gonna be great yeah i'll partake once it's all ready to go that would be cool. It, and we can promote it on here. Yeah. Once that's all up and running. I mean, it's in June is my first trip. Um, I've, it's The company's established and everything. Yeah. Um, the insurance part of it is just the, kind of the last bit. And then yeah, should be ready by June. How would people sign up for that trip? Um, it'll just be through emailing me. And gotcha. Uh, I, I will definitely want to build rapport. With yeah. people in the gym first. Yeah. Before we go on a trip together, just so I can make sure that they're where are you gonna go and get them ready. So the trip in June, um, we're gonna like go back through, but right now it looks like mm-hmm. Rifle Mountain Park. Okay. Is that Maple Valley or Maple Canyon? Okay. Rifle Mountain Park's in Colorado. Okay. Um, it's known for overhung gymnastic climbing and only yeah. way you're gonna rest is with a knee bar so you better bring nice. a knee bar pad or you're hosed bring a knee bar pad bring a knee bar pad and then maple canyons in utah okay beautiful climbing supposed to be good in the summer yeah and then uh, wild iris in wyoming gotcha so it's kind of like a little loop cool yeah how long is that trip gonna be uh two weeks two weeks so we're gonna we're gonna look into it and and make sure that it makes sense yeah you never want the travel time to be like more than the climbing time yeah ideally yeah anytime you're going like that far out west it can be yeah a bitch but the road trips are usually i mean 
what yeah. you see is pretty cool. Yeah, that's like a big part of it too. That yeah, I think is important. Is like the the long distance chats. Yeah, and like just the, the bonding in the car. Yeah, yeah, like the experience of actually getting there, and it's all really fun too. Yeah, sharing some terrible moments and you know, <laughs> yeah, or stuff just like that. Great ones. Yeah. yeah. No, the good ones. Yeah, we yeah. want the good ones. Yeah. But the struggle ones are funny too. Yeah. Um so Yeah, that'll be awesome. I'm excited to see where this coaching thing goes. Yeah, me too. I'm curious. Yeah. Cuz I think it'll it'll be fun because I'll have enough clients it looks like in the gym. Yeah. To like stay, you know, uh not yeah homeless yeah stay i can look homeless but i'm not gonna be homeless which is cool i'm into that yeah Um, that's good so then the outdoor trips can be more like of an like an additive thing yeah it's like it's definitely like an added layer of like yeah this is a choice this like i'm choosing to do this yeah that'll be good i never want anything with climbing to feel like a chore yeah because that's not how it is yeah yeah Yeah. hear you there so where have uh so you said before we started that you have traveled mostly around the u.s Mm -hmm. so that's the same for me where whether it's climbing or just like going camping or whatever where are some of your favorite spots you've been i mean the classic is horseshoe canyon ranch okay because that's where i really started climbing and okay did a lot of camping there and yeah that was that's been a great place for me so have you spent like most travel time out there i would say in the first couple years of climbing for sure yeah um, because that's kind of where i um i kind of sharpened my gotcha my outdoor climbing skills and did lots of bouldering out there yeah and it for and this is in colorado this is in arkansas arkansas okay. yeah yeah um, for anybody listening, like if you're a Midwest climber and you're getting into outdoor climbing, Horseshoe Canyon Ranch, man, bouldering everywhere, sport climbing everywhere. Yeah. It's like climbing in a gym, but you're outside. Okay. Um, That's cool. It's awesome. Nice. And the people there are great. They keep great care of it. Yeah. Um, it's a great place for new climbers. Awesome. Well, that's yeah. cool. How far away is it from Kansas City? Four, out, four and a half hours. That's four not hours. bad. Depends on... How much you want to push the envelope with the, <laughs> with the Arkansas shave police? Off. Yeah. yeah, shave off that fifteen. Yeah, minutes. shave off that fifteen to thirty. Yeah, um, but man, Arkansas police ain't doing much fucking around. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe stay around five, ten miles an hour above, and you should. Or thirty-five, and you'll be good. Yeah, yeah, man, they they aren't messing around. You sound bitter. I'm not bitter. It's more of a respect. <laughs> I don't. I keep it pretty kosher now when I drive yeah. to Arkansas. Okay, okay. Because they're out there. They're out there. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here. That's the warning. Yeah. So, um, do you prefer climbing out west or out east? We're here in the middle. I haven't done a lot of east climbing. Okay. So... Me, I mean, if I were to if I were to pick like a a favorite area, probably be Kentucky. Honestly, the Red River Gorge. Yeah, it's just man, the New River Gorge is cool too in West Virginia. Yeah, I haven't done as much climbing there, but Red River Gorge is just it's just epic, man. Yeah, like you just walk in there. You've seen Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. Dude, every time I go there, I feel like a dinosaur is going to walk out from behind a canyon. <laughs> like, it, it's ridiculous. <laughs> That's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. There's just, like, these epic sweeping canyons with, like, water, like, small waterfalls, like, falling over this, like, 100-foot, like, open gorge. And yeah. there's just different foliage everywhere. Yeah. And if you need to poo outside, they got awesome wiping leaves out there. Nice. <laughs> so I just love that you just drop something nasty like every five minutes. <laughs> just like you got 
Dude, you gotta, you gotta drop, put it in there. You gotta climb light. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to climb with. You the, shed five pounds when you can. Yeah, I'm not trying to climb with a breakfast burrito just lodged in there. You know, you gotta take care of business before you take care of business. Oh my god. But yeah, Red River Gorge is awesome. Nice. Have Have you done like? devil's tower have you gone to yosemite like those kind of haven't made like the pilgrimage i haven't the, been out to, to yosemite. yosemite i was talking about this this last weekend but like it's just not high on my list because all i ever read is like yosemite super crowded <laughs> you know yeah and that's the general trend of things is going more towards like crags are going to get more crowded yeah but that's also why we got to stay stoked about gym climbing, people. Yeah. Because, like, I hear a lot of people being like, not climbing if you're climbing inside. Yeah. Like, old grumpy, just, like, <laughs> smelling their own farts. Like, And it's it's just like, well, what if all of those people were just climbing outside? Be bad. <laughs> yeah. It would be, it would be crowded. So, I think we got to, I think we got to appreciate both. Yeah. You know, and crags are going to get more crowded, but we can teach people ethics in the gym to hopefully transfer to climbing outside. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, Yosemite, it's on my list for sure. I, I need to get more multi-pitch prowess, of mm-hmm. course, before I go out there. It's just not yeah. something I've been focusing mostly because of the gym. Yeah. Been focusing a lot on bouldering and sport climbing. Gotcha. Um, I don't have a lot of clients. I have some clients that uh, do multi-pitch or trad climb. Yeah. Uh, but usually they're doing more moderate stuff yeah. compared to what they can do. Yeah. So if if it gets to the point where like I'm, I'm feeling like, man, I have a lot of clients that want to get better at this. And it's also hard to train for trad climbing in a gym yeah. setting. Yeah. Because we don't have cracks. Yeah. You know, that's not. Didn't common. they just attempt one? Like we, the wooden we put one? one up. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was some miscommunication with um, if it should have been put up or not. Yeah. So it got taken <laughs> down. It looked cool. Uh, yeah. Some people climbed it, said it was fun. Um, but yeah, that would be a cool thing to get back up in the future. It's yeah. good practice. That it would. Um. So what are, like, what are some of the outdoor climbs you've done? What's like a most memorable, whether it's boulder, bouldering, whatever. Place or climb? Climb. That you're like, fuck yeah. Climb. Fuck yeah, climb. Honestly, dude, in Buena Vista, there's okay. this, there's Bob's Rock. It's Bob's like, Rock. It's a small little crag, but man, there's this climb on it. I don't, it's like a 512 something. And it is, it is fucking cool. Yeah. Bob's, it's like Bob's, Bob's route or something. Bob's route. I don't remember what it's called. Founded by Bob. But it's like, just look for like the 512 on Bob's rock and it's a classic. Yeah. I'm going to go back and climb that thing whenever I'm out there because it's awesome. Yeah. So hidden gem. Hidden gem. All right. Bob's rock. All right. Vista, Colorado. What's the hardest thing you've ever climbed? Hardest thing. And bouldering is a V9. Hardest thing in sport is a 513A. But my goal this year, after putting in some work, yeah, is to climb a couple V10s of different styles and to climb a 514A. Gotcha. That's the big goals for like this next year. I think That'll I be pretty crazy. I think I can do it. What's the... Uh, out of all your like climbing friends who has like the what is the highest you can go like a five what or yeah for sport yeah. the highest established right now i believe is 515 d or c okay yeah. don't remember i think it's silence out mm-hmm. of andre's project um bouldering right now it's v16 okay um so definitely when you get into like the 514 a range yeah you're cl- you're you could have like a hard potentially v10 boulder problem in there 
Yeah. Um, the rest of it's probably not going to be that hard, but you could have like a hard sequence at, at that grade. Yeah. So since I'm feeling more comfortable bouldering at that grade and getting as I'm getting better at support climbing, yeah, that's kind of why that grade mm -hmm. um, is interesting to me because I want to be well balanced. Yeah. So that would be like, to me, that would be like, oh, hey, you like kind of understand how these both work. Yeah. Yeah. And that would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. That would be, that would be chill. Yeah. What's the hard, like, who's the, who's the best climber you know or you're friends with? Best climber Is I Is it know. yourself? I, I would say Grady. Um, okay. Just, just from, you know, he's, he's got a lot of outdoor experience from climbing in Arkansas. Yeah. Um, just knows his shit. Yeah. And climbs well. So I'll probably say him. Um, I have climbers that like aren't like great friends that are like more friends of friends that yeah. are really great climbers too. Um, but just in like close circles, probably him, I would say. Okay. Just from all the experience. And I haven't climbed with him in, in a while, but Andrew Repke, he's a local yeah. Kansas City guy, great climber, great setter too. Um, I think he climbs at Apex now, but yeah, just dude. He betrayed you. If you No, he didn't betray me. So, I like all gyms, man. I don't. I don't buy into all. No, that. you can't say that, man. <laughs> I do. can't do it. I do. I'm gonna lose my job now. <laughs> I, They're not listening. He, yeah, they, hopefully not. Um, but His house he, is bugged. He's a. Uh, he if you're if you want to talk about beta like of a climb. Yeah. Any climb that he's like knows about, he can give you like move by move beta on it. Damn, it's pretty wild, dude. That's pretty crazy. I don't, his brain is, I don't get it. Kind of like an Alex Honnold sounding kind of guy. Yeah, but for like every area. Yeah. He's ever been. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, it's insane. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish I had that. I think we all like, it's like a high level of visualization, but just the memorization of, yeah. If I'm not on a climb for a while, I'll forget the yeah. sequence. Yeah. Like, if it's like an old project well yeah it's just like where do you store that thing right and all the information you got he's, he's got an extra extra storage area yeah he's that's got, why i gotta i gotta take so many notes yeah. I'm like, i maybe that's what he does too yeah you know, i've seen some people do that i do it a little bit too is like write down move by move notes of projects yeah and that does help that's a big yeah with projecting is like and I was talking to someone yesterday about training. Yeah. And that's like one of the most important things is like, if you're trying to get better, like the more notes you take, the, the better, the more it's going to help. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about how it's important to take notes on how you feel. Yeah. So like, I guess heart centered notes. Yeah. Like how do you feel today? Like what's your purpose today? Like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. But then also having like the data. Yeah too yeah so i think if you do both of those it's like you like you got it going yeah good stuff well it's like the yeah so especially with climbing like what there was a route that i was doing one day i just flew up it and then the next week i'm trying again and i can't even remember the first or like i was just in a weird state for the first move and i just like couldn't mentally break through it i right. was like right yeah and it helps so much when we yeah, and we can go back for reference if you need yeah. it. And yeah. Just kind of remember and rehearse. Because if you have really clear notes, you know, you can use those notes to visualize. Yeah. Climb, for know? sure. And that's so helpful. Yeah. That it is. Yeah. What do you think about the popularity of climbing just like this year? I mean, all the movies yeah it's, the don wall free solo i watched one last night it's like called mountains or something yeah. with a uh, highlights like the like 20 different disciplines of climbing and the people that are the top of their class yeah and yeah it's just it's it's interesting yeah yeah it's it's kind of it's funny yeah to me it's almost like it's like with competitive gaming yeah like if you followed any of that no so I used to I used to do that a lot, and it's mm -hmm. like it's almost like somebody is like <laughs> they're 
they're like getting a glimpse of something that has been so hard to explain for a long time. Yeah. I still ha- it's still hard to explain when somebody asks me because they're like, Alex Arnold, do you do that? And I'm like, not okay. really, no. I just, no. no. I, I don't free solo in Yosemite. But um, so That's the entire world of climbing. Yeah, everyone is just on the edge of death. Yeah. <laughs> We're just a bunch of outlaws out there, Ethan. Fuck ropes. <laughs> Fuck ropes, man. Climb or die. Climb or die. It's like skate or die. It's 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 interesting though. It's like yeah. somebody is getting a glimpse of something that has been so uh, niche for or niche. Yeah. Either way. Whatever. For such a long time for me. Yeah. And that's the same thing with like esports too. It's like people are seeing like what is what I've known is like awesome. Yeah. Other people are like seeing it as awesome, which is I, cool. Yeah. Like the most said phrase about esports is like, they're like kids making a million dollars a year doing that. Right. Right. So it's yeah. like, it's the awareness of it is yeah. it's cool. I, and it's great for business. Yeah. Like more and more people want to climb. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't want people to, I want people to enjoy it for the like purity of it and like the expression of it yeah is important to me yeah uh i worry about that with like a lot of outdoor stuff at this moment i mean just like the amount of times even at the gym like people get in the photo before they actually start climbing or yeah um like every end of it like uh i did the this hike in the Grand Tetons and like the first thing these two girls did when they got up there was just an Instagram photo session. Right. Like they like just took all their clothes off and just started doing like a photo shoot with their right. iPhones. Yeah. I'm like, they didn't even chill. And it's, to, like, yeah, it's, that's hard for me for sure. Yeah. I think that's why I got off Instagram. Yeah. Um, and it's not that I don't like, I have like this vendetta against it. It's just, I feel like a lot of times when we try to capture things, it loses its essence a little bit. Yeah. Um, and that's like my big, my big contention with, yeah, it's hard. That's, that's hard for me. Yeah. Cause I would, I, there's a middle ground for sure. Yeah. Like yeah. recording content for, to help people and stuff like that. Yeah. But I agree. It's, it's pretty apparent when people are doing it for, external reasons yeah and i think that's when it loses its essence for me yeah i just get well too like it's just dangerous if you're doing something to say you did it and then like doing like a 14er in colorado right because like you could get really fucked up on a 14er in colorado yeah so that's true it's like you're not you don't understand the gravity of it yeah and you're not fully engaged with it yeah and when you're not fully engaged with it, like a mountain can just decide that it's just gonna like it's just gonna mountain you. up and yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna mountain up and take you out. Yeah. You're like you're pretty small. Yeah, you're just fucked. But that's the only scary part is like the safety thing. Yeah, and yeah. like. Or when I was in Yellowstone this summer, like, trying to, like, pet a bison or something like that. You know, like, people doing that kind of shit. It's like, and I've talked about it before on here, but it's just, that part's a little terrifying. Yeah. It's cool for people to want to be outdoors more. Yeah. But just not being dumb about it. Right. The with nature thing is, like. Yeah. I don't remember the word for it, but it's when you, like, you characterize wild animals as, like personable oh yeah um anthropomorphized yes yeah that is a thing that's dangerous especially with like bears and shit dude like have you ever looked in a black bear or brown bear's eyes yeah i mean not directly but i've been around them like in dude there is nothing there yeah they (laughs) you're not gonna like reason with it like no like people are afraid of monsters yeah that is a monster. That's a real up, fucking dude. monster. That is a real monster. Yeah. Like, yeah. That is not 
they're not going to hang out. You can't feed them berries. No. If it wants to, it will chase you down and it will eat you. Yeah. And it probably won't be super enjoyable. No. So don't go try to pet berries. It probably wouldn't be over quickly. Right. At all. And I think that's that's something when you anthropomorphize. Yeah. Um, it gets you lose the respect of like the creature. Yeah. Like what that creature is capable of. Yeah. And it's like a beautiful thing. Yeah. Like how impressively, like how much how impressive of a predator. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. you lose that. And that, that can get dicey. Yeah. Real dicey. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, <laughs> my brother and I did a trail a couple of years ago and like a month after we left, it's called Elephant Back in Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. This dude that had done that trail all the time for years, he went off trail. Um, you know, because even people who have done it for a long time, because yeah. he has that rationale of, uh, you know, I get it. Like, uh, it's not that dangerous, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He got fucking ate by a mom bear and her cubs. Whoa. And they, like, found the other half of his body, like, buried and stored for later. Whoa. Yeah. Don't go off trail. Yeah. Jeez. Then you're really fucked. Yeah, that's the, I mean, that's the complacency yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. Even if you develop, like, a relationship not even a relationship, but like almost like a mutual understanding with a wild animal. It's still a wild animal. Yeah. Like even if, yeah, if it decides that it's hungry, it can eat you. Yeah. And Which would decision. Blow. It would blow a lot. Yeah. That would be like the worst. That would not be. Yeah. I'm hoping that my brain would just, just do just a shut manual up. or automatic shut off. It'd be like, just like we're out. He doesn't need to see this. Yep. This is It's a bye bye. Peace out. Yeah. It would see the bear. Once the bear like gets right like a couple inches away, brain just goes into pure psychedelic experience and Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's how it goes. Dude, I swear your dog is part coyote. He definitely I dude, it's funny you say that because that's I had that thought. Yeah. One time I I, I had a moment with him. I was like sitting on the couch staring at him. And I was like, dude, you're wild. Yeah. You're like a coyote. Dude, his, his fur, like, he's the exact size of a coyote. Yes. And his fur is it's like just unimaginably soft. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny you say that. You're the first person besides me to, like, yeah. really be sold. Yeah. That he's like a coyote. You to- just. Totally. Yeah. He's, I'm sold. He's a good boy. Oh, Yeah. You? What? <laughs> He's like, Dad, there's squirrels out there, so I'm going to go out there again. Yeah, dude, I have a little dog, or like his size, that's uh, super hyper, and then I got a Rottweiler Mastiff that's mm-hmm. just giant and chilling. Yeah. That's what I like about big dogs. They're just like, yeah. They're not trying to show anybody. Dude, anything. he'll just be laying there, and she'll just come out of nowhere and just fuck him up. <laughs> like, she'll just pull on his neck, and he yeah. just doesn't give a fuck. It's like whatever. Please just leave me alone. You're small. Yeah. Um, so just to, I guess, kind of wrap things up. Um, what would you want your message to be for the outdoor and climbing community? Like, uh, what yeah. do you mean? I don't know. What would you want people to know? Whether they're like part of the, like, part of being outdoors or thinking about getting into climbing or, yeah. you know, whatever. Just being. S- I would say, at least with with me, yeah, like how I feel about it. Um, if you see me at the gym, like come say hi, yeah, and like talk to me, and yeah. Because I think that's that's a big thing that I never want to happen is I don't want people to think they are better or cooler than other people because they're new to the sport. Mm-hmm. So. I would say if you if you're in a climbing scenario, even at a gym, like just engage with people and like talk to as many people as you can, get to know the community and you'll enjoy climbing more if you if you engage with the community. Um, yeah. And then 
you know, start to kind of make the transition to climb outside a little bit if that's something you're interested in. Um, especially through ROKC, I think we have some of the best um, instructors, like with like Carol with single pitch instruction. Yeah. Like if you're gonna learn um, like rope skills and technical skills, like ROKC is a great place to do it. Carol and David know their stuff, um, and that's a great place to learn in a controlled environment. Um, that way, when you go outside, you you have it down. Yeah. And um, you can cut down on risk because that's most people get hurt cleaning routes. You know. So yeah. Dial that shit up. Yeah. And you'll have a lot more fun. It'll be a lot less scary. Awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Well, where can people get in contact with you? So for me, it's just Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R, at climbkc.com. Um, that's that's usually how I how I keep in touch with people. Uh, my website's Condor, as in the bird. So C-O-N-D-O-R, climbing.com. Um, and I have a form on there so people can reach out with questions and stuff so that works too uh, my website also has blogs and articles yeah. that i've written about things as far as like popular posts for performance anxiety yeah and the route rating process um burnout yeah it's a big one so lots of information on there and then it'll slowly grow and i'll just keep putting more on there so awesome yeah well, I'm looking forward to it, dude. I'm looking forward to seeing it grow. So just let me know anytime you want to I'll put stuff out on my outlet, whatever. That'd be awesome. I'd appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I'd I'd love yeah, the more the merrier as far as getting people into it. Awesome. Yeah. Well, anything else you want to get off your chest? Um, no. I appreciate it was fun. I like yeah. I like talking about climbing, so this is yeah. this is fun. It will uh Let's get, what's his name again? Your climbing partner? Grady. Grady. Yeah. Let's do a round with Grady sometime. That would be fun, dude. That would, yeah. be, that would be cool. All right. Let's get that set up. You guys can tell stories. That'd be fun. Sweet. All right, dude. That was good, man. Well, thank you, world. Hope you enjoyed. Okay, guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Do not forget to go check out Connor's website. Link in the description of the episode. And Connor, thank you again for coming on the podcast. It was an absolute blast, and I can't wait to do some more with you. And oh, also co- make sure and check out Connor's podcast. The link is on his website as well. And last thing, you know, check out humbleadventures.blog and check us out on Instagram. So trying to put up good photos. Seems we do it on occasion, like every one out of 10. But um, yeah, anyway, so continue enjoying your 2019 enjoy spring get outside have some fun love you guys